0: this is my prayer in the desert when all that's within
1: and providence flow. I know I'm filled to be emptied again. The seed I received, I will sow.
0: There is a healer, His love is deeper than the sea, His mercy it is unfailing, His arms are forties for the weak, let faith arise. Let faith arise I lift my hands to believe again You are my refuge, you are my strength As I pour out my heart these things I remember You are faithful God forever
1: Still, there is a river That flows from Calvary stream A fountain for the thirsty Pure grace that washes over me
0: Let faith arise the rise, I lift my hands to believe again, you are my refuge, you are my strength, as I pour out my heart these things, I remember, you are faithful God. As I pour out my heart These days I remember I remember you are faithful, God, you are faithful.
2: Good morning Church, isang maganda at papagpalang umaga sa ating lahat. Marahil lahat tayo ay nananabik na sa presensya ng bawat isa. Pero don't worry, lilipas din ang mga to, Matatapos din ito. At magkikita-kita rin tayo. Sa ngayon, pagkaman na sa bahay man tayong lahat, isa ang sigurado dito. Ito ay ang katotohanan na Kasama natin ang Diyos. Nasaan man tayo. At dahil dyan, naayas kong hilingin bawat isa na tayo po ay tumayo at manalangin. Panginoon, maraming salamat sa araw na ito. Maraming salamat, Lord God, sa oras na inyong ipinigay sa amin sa panibagong buhay, Panginoon, na amin natanggap Panginoon sa umagang ito Nais po namin buksan ang aming mga puso at isipan Nais po namin ialay Lord God ang aming mga buhay Panginoon para sa inyong kalwalatihan Sa umagang ito Lord God sa aming pag-aaral ng inyong mga salita Naway, ipakita niyo sa amin, Lord God, kung kanino nga ba kami sumusunod. Kung sa iyo pa nga ba, o sa mga bagay-bagay na, na tinatamasa namin sa manglang ito. Panginoon, sa pamamagitan ng inyong mga salita, ipakita niyo po sa amin, Panginoon, kung kanino namin inilalagay ang aming pag-aasa kung kanino kami nananalig, Panginoon. Dahil isa lamang po, Panginoon, ang aming kahilingan sa umawing ito. Na makikita namin ang aming mga sarili na patuloy na sumusunod, patuloy na umaasa sa inyong kapangyarihan. At patuloy na nanampalataya, Panginoon, sa inyong kadakilaan Father sa umaking ito Lord God gamitin niyo Lord God ang kapangyarihan ng inyong salita na mag-usap sa bawat isa sa amin Panginoon dahil batid po namin na sa ganitong pagkakataon ang salita mo, Panginoon ng aming pangahawakan nilangin po namin Lord God na pagdating sa aming obedience na pagdating sa aming hope Lord God at pagdating sa aming faith na may ikaw pa rin po Lord God ang maging sentro ng mga ito Sumahang so, ito Lord God na nice ayos po namin humingi ng kapatawaran Panginoon sa amin mga pagkukulang dalangin po namin Lord God na pakalinisin niyo kami at Lord ihanda niyo po Panginoon ang aming mga puso at isipan sa pakikinig ng inyong mensahe Panginoon maraming salamat Lord God dahil alam po namin na meron po kayong inihanda para sa amin ngayong umaga. Panginoon, pinupuri ka namin. Itinataas ka namin, Lord God, at dinatakila. Sa matamis na pangalan ni Jesus na aming takapagligtas. Amen. Okay. Ihandahan na po natin ang ating mga Bible ang mga ballpen at notebook, at settle down, hanap na po ng kanya-kanyang pwesto. At tayo pa makinig sa minsahin ng Diyos sa atin yun, sa pamamagitan ng ating mahal na pastor, na si Pastor Mike Dizon.
3: Magandang, magandang, magandang umaga po sa inyong lahat. Thank you for joining us today, not only to sing songs to God, but also to listen and receive something we can apply in our life based on God's Word. It's been an exciting and busy week for me, wherein I praise God because I get to see most of you. I'm happy to know that you're doing all so well and pray that God continue to watch over us and cover us with His blood. To those listening to today's message, that I, didn't, that I did not get to see this week. I'm excited to see you soon. Watch out, mga kapatid, next week. Because we are planning to do a video service When you get to see the worship team as they usher us into God's presence. You get to see some behind the scene moments, mga Kuela moments. And most especially, you get to see me. Wow. I guess all of us has changed in terms of looks may yung iba humaba daw yung hair, yung iba tumaba tumabà dahil hindi daw ni-lockdown yung ref. At yung iba, yun yung pinaka-weird. Yung iba daw pumuti. Grabe, you can just imagine what this quarantine can do. But one of the best changes for me is that it allowed us to value what we did not value before. Today we get to value God. We get to value our families. We get to value a simple life. We get to value time and many, many more. Kay tanungin mo yung katabi mo ngayon, kaya mo pa? Okay, hintay mo yung sagot niya. Sabay-sabihin mo sa kanya, and dito lang ako. I'd like to thank again all of you who made this video cast uh, possible. Uh, grabe, you can just imagine, super, super, guys. Imagine six different houses, one of which is not even here in Baguio. Four voices, three instrumentalists, two editors, isang sabit, ay a- ako palayon, putting together effort, time, talent, and resources to come up with this. It's truly amazing what God can do through people. Again, salamat po sa mga buhay ninyo. So whether you listen and watch uh, to live streams, uh, podcasts, videocasts, I want to remind you that the important thing today is that you worship God and intentionally make time for Him today. So tanoy mo yung katabi mo, are you ready? Are you ready for the Word of God today? Today's message is entitled Comfort Food. Sal sa mo, Comfort Food. Shinus today listening has a certain food that they want to eat after this quarantine. Lalo na ngayon, limited layma restaurants na open a food that you've been craving for, a food that you enjoy eating because it makes you happy. Usually, ito yung mga food na high in sugar, high in fat, high in calorie, at yung iba pa nga, high in price. It can be ice cream. Wow, ice cream. I remember ice cream. Lalo na, masarap na ice cream. Lalo na kung yung blueberry cheesecake ice cream ng House of Earth May. Well, Nunez family, we miss you. Or it can just be fried chicken. Crunchy and juicy. With your mom's homemade gravy, or some likes cake. gusto cake. If not cakes, steaks. You see, comfort foods are food that when are food that when we eat them. We eat them when we are under severe stress, to experience short-term relief or short-term joy. Probably, katabi katabimo or ask yourself. Mayroon ba akong comfort food? I guess lahat tayo ngayon merong comfort food. For me, believe it or not, it's, any guess? It's donuts. In today's quarantine situation, many of you experience stress and anxiety in a whole new level, especially the older people who can't go out. If you shout out to my parents and shout out to my mother in law, as we look into God's word for us today, my prayers that we reflect on the life of Elijah and this widow and find out ways to experience comfort in times of difficulties. Today's message is based on first Kings chapter seventeen verses seven to sixteen. So today may I invite you to open your Bibles to First Kings chapter seventeen verses seven to sixteen as I would be reading it out based on the New International Version. Can I request all able to stand to please stand in respect to the Word of God as we all read together? First Kings chapter seventeen. Elijah and the widow at Zarephath. Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Then the word of the Lord came to him, Go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. So he went to Zarephath. When he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. He called her. He called to her and asked, Would you bring me a little water in a jar so I may have a drink? As she was going to get it, he called, And bring me, please, a piece of bread, as surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied. I don't have any bread. Only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I am gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Elijah said to her, Don't be afraid. Go home and do as you have said. But first, make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me. And then make something for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. The jar of flour will not be used up, and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. She went away and did as Elijah told her. So there, so there, so there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman, and for her family. Verse 16. For the jar of flour was not used up, and the jug of oil did not run dry, in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. Blessed be the reading of God's word. You may now be seated. a bit of trivia, first of all, like the books of 1st and 2nd Samuel, 1st and 2nd Kings originally were only one book. You see in the Hebrew Bible, the book of Kings continued the narrative stated in Samuel. It was the Septuagint that separated them into two parts. No one knows the author of 1st and 2nd Kings, though some commentators have suggested Ezra, Ezekiel, and Jeremiah as possible authors. The book of 1 Kings wrote about those kings who reigned under God's authority. Those who remained faithful to the law experienced God's blessings. But those kings who deviated from the law experienced curses. 1 Kings also introduces the prophet Elijah who pronounced judgment on the evil northern king called Ahab. Also, our main character in this verse today happens to be this prophet called Elijah. First Kings was written to record history, but more important, to teach the lesson of history. And this is my prayer today, that we get to teach and learn the lessons of history written on this book. So let's start feasting on God's word today. 1 Kings chapter 17 picks up with the prophet Elijah, whose name means Yahweh is my God, declaring that his God has power over the gods of Ahab by declaring that there would be no rain, even Jew for the next years, except at his word. With news of a drought, God provides Elijah, the Kerith Ravine, to a brook for water and ravens that would supply his food. So that's where we'll be picking up this morning. So let's go on verse per verse and all together learn more from God's word. So verse 7, Sometime later, the brook dried up because there had been no rain in the land. Siyempre nga, kasi walang ulan, so what would you expect? Matutoy at naman yung laman ng brook. Siguro after a year, the brook dried up. And this was a new trial to Elijah's faith. Imagine, wala na siyang tubig na pagkukuhanan. But let's see what happens. Let's see in the following verses on what Elijah would be doing. So verse 8 and verse 9, read together. Then the word of the Lord came to him. Go at once to Zarephath in the region of Sidon and stay there. I have directed a widow there to supply you with food. Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, is located on the Mediterranean coast between Tyre and Sidon. This is the region where Jezebel grew up and the place where Jezebel's father, King Ethbaal, reigns. It's the heartland of Baal worship. So you can imagine why God would send Elijah to this place. Of all places that you can imagine if you are a prophet during that time, ito yung place that a prophet of God would not imagine going. Ito yung enemy grounds. Ito yung ter- ng kaaway mo. But all the more, he sends Elijah there to demonstrate his power. So while working behind enemy lines, Elijah will get to prove that God is God and that Baal is not God. And ito pa, hindi lang enemy territory, but God tells Elijah to go to this widow na siya daw bahala magpakain kay Elijah. Is she a widow during this time, or during these times, is the least likely candidate to provide hospitality because widows and orphans are among the poorest and most vulnerable people in the land. Parang sinabi ni Lord ngayon sa inyo, ngayon na may crisis, hanap ka ng nakapila ngayon. Yung nakapila na nakapila para sa ayuda, either SAP or I don't know what they call it, but nakapila sila for some grant that comes from the government. At sabihin mo sa kanila, na sila yung bahala sa kakainin ninyo every day. Can you imagine? Tama ba yung narinig ko ikaw nakarinig niyan? Who amongst us today would question God? But as we continue on verse 10, So he went to Zerpath. Grabe tong Elijah, no questions, walang angal. You didn't hear a word he just obeyed. Just like what he did before, when he came to the town gate, a widow was there gathering sticks. Gathering sticks uh, during this time was a common activity among the poor people in primitive areas. You see, sticks provided for fuel, fuel for cooking and heating. Poor people in primitive areas typically spent a significant percentage of their workday gathering sticks for fuel. Panggatong, that's how we call it nowadays, yung mga taong walang gasol, they gather sticks or wood that they would burn for fuel. So as we continue, he called to her and asked, would you bring me a little water in a jar so I may have a drink? You get to see, may napansin kayo, wala nang hello, hello, straight to the point tong Elijah na to eh. But did you also notice the request of Elijah? He asked for what? He asked for water. Precious water. In the midst of such drought, water is more precious than gold. Because water can sustain life, but gold cannot. yung sagot ng widow as we continue. It was like a God-ordained moment. Verse 11, As she was going to get it, I repeat, as she was going to get it, she did do the request of Elijah. Pero matindi talaga itong Elijah eh. Matinding matindi. He called as we continued. He called the widow and said, And bring me, please, a peace, of bread. Habang ginagawa ng widow, may request pa si Elijah. May please naman basto ang ka sabihin niyo. Sabi niya, tinapay nga din para kumpleto na. Using the midst of this serious drought again, bread would be almost as precious as water because scraps would have failed and there would be no grain to be used for baking bread no, talaga tong ni Elijah. As we continue on verse 12, he said, As surely as the Lord your God lives, she replied, The widow acknowledges Elijah's, Elijah's God. If you go back, he called him Lord. And as we continue, I don't have any bread. Only a handful of flour in a jar and a little olive oil in a jug. I'm gathering a few sticks to take home and make a meal for myself and my son that we may eat and die. You see, she was gathering sticks for their last meal, fuel to bake uh, the remaining supply of flour and oil before they die. Can you imagine how sad the the scene would have been? Imagine today, sasabihin mo sa anak mo na last na natin na pagkain to anak ka. If you're a parent, that's heartbreaking. Hindi ko yung imagine sarili ko nasa, sa sarili ko sa sitwasyon na gano'n not being able to provide food for my family. That's That's really something heartbreaking. As we continue in verse 13, Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. Go home and do, as I, and do as you have said. But first, make a small loaf of bread for me from what you have and bring it to me. And then make something for yourself and your son. Did you just hear what Elijah said? Una, tubig. Tapos, tinapay. Tapos, hindi lang siya makikihati sa kakainin nila. Ngayon, uunahin pa siya, Elijah, Elijah, challenges this woman to take a leap of faith, a step into uncertainty that God will protect her. In this case, Elijah, first, reassures her by telling her not to be afraid. Huwag kang matakot. But then, he asks, he asks her to make a little loaf for him from her pitiful reserve of flour and oil before providing for herself and her son. In this situation, a mother's instinct—since I know today are mothers listening to 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 today's message—a mother's instinct would be to provide for her son, even at the expense of her own life. Tawo ganira don martyr na pagmamahal. So, a request from a stranger for food at the expense, at the son's expense, rather, would be the most difficult of all requests to honor. However, we must keep in mind that God has commanded her to feed the prophet as we go back in verse 9. She has heard the voice, she has heard God's voice. So it seems likely that God assured her that all will go well for her and her son if she obeys his command to feed the prophet. Verse 14. For this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. The jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. You see, hindi sinabi ni Elijah, if if you do this, this will happen. Kung, kung bibigyan mo ang pagkain, ito yung pwedeng mangyari sayo. But rather, Elijah was making an unconditional promise. He assures the woman that she can easily afford to honor her godly obligation to hospitality, providing for her guests first, because God has already set things in motion so that she will have an ending supply of meal, flour, and oil until the rains come. Verse 15, She went away and did as Elijah had told her. What obedience. Can you imagine what kind of obedience? What kind of obedience we can see here? Hindi <inaudible> lang kayo Elijah but also of the widow. Let me continue. So there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. If there's something you can hold on to, my brothers and sisters today, if there's something that's true in your life today, it's God's Word. God is as good as His Word. Just as he provided for the Israelites in the wilderness by giving them manna to eat and water from rock, so also he gives this woman sufficient food and water to sustain her guests, guests rather, her son and herself through this crisis. Lastly, verse 16, For the jar of flour was not used up, and the jug of oil did not run dry in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. Imagine, hindi po ito magic trick that we watch on TV or that we watch live. We can clearly see here, my brothers and sisters, the power of God to provide ample resources despite the drought. Isn't God so amazing? Every day I still marvel on what He has done for me, and what He is continually doing through me. Aren't you amazed that amidst this pandemic, you still have food to eat, house probably to stay at, and are very healthy? God is so good. Can you whisper that to your heart today? God is so good. So looking at this story and the life of Elijah, how can we find comfort in, ty- in trying times? Do we need to constantly eat comfort food? It's naman, right? Who would like to agree? That's, that's a good idea. But that would only bring comfort and satisfaction for a very short time. Sabi said, until supply lasts. This morning, let me share to you comfort foods or a comfort food that when taken in, will last for a lifetime. The first comfort food I'd like to share with you this morning is a mouthful of obedience. Sa mismo mo, a mouthful of obedience. Most of you listening now would probably say, Hindi naman yan comfort food pastor. Obedience, hello. Parang vegetable lang yan sa mga bata. yaki You see, going back to our passage of scripture, we see in verse uh, verses 7 to 10, we get to see the obedience of Elijah in following God. And in the verses on further, we get a taste of the obedience of the widow. That in both cases, It was a hard decision for them to make. Elijah to go to enemy territory and to find the widow to give something uh, to supply his needs and for the widow to give something she and her son also needs. But at the end of the day, both of them obeyed without question. Are you the type of person, person who always asks before you obey? Hama, what's funny today? Pagdating sa ayuda, ang dami nilang request sa gobyerno. Dapat kasali ganito. Dapat kasama yung mga ganito. Pero sa simpleng request o sa simpleng utos ng gobyerno na stay at home, hindi man nila magawa. The choice to obey God or someone in making ay the choice to obey God or someone in one. Thing, makes it more likely that you will choose to obey him or that person in the next time. You see this, it, it talks about little steps of obedience that would lead to bigger steps. Speaking about obedience, sabi ng isang batang masunurin sa isang babae, sabi niya, pwede ba kitang sabayan pa ui, miss? Kasi sabi sa akin ng magulang ko, follow your dreams. You see, God often instructs us things that do not make sense. How much today? God is telling you to do something and for you it doesn't make sense. Lord, hindi ko alam kung bakit para sa akin yan hindi ata para sa akin, para sa katabi ko. But today, obey. Obey. what happens next is up to God. When you are sure that God is telling you to do something, leave the consequences to God. Be like Elijah. Be like the widow who just obeyed. Pastor, hindi pa din comfort food yung a mouthful of obedience. Eh. Hindi ko pa rin get yaks pa rin eh, ba? What if I told you today that obedience tasted like blessings. Who wants blessings today? Raise your hand. Mahiya, not be mad. We want blessings upon our life. All of us. You see, Adrian Rogers said, You cannot obey God without your obedience spilling out in a blessing to those around you you get it? Did you hear that? The key to blessings is obedience. A miracle would not have happened in our story if both of them failed to obey. You want a miracle in your life today? Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, Obey. When you obey God, damay, pati katabi mo sa blessing na Si ulitin ko, when you obey God, damay, pati yung mga katabi mo sa blessing napakating para sa'yo. At the end of the day, when God calls you to do something, do it. Sa yung mo, do it. Do it, my brothers and sisters. Second comfort food today. We started off with a mouthful of obedience. Now let me share to you the second comfort food. A bite of hope. In Tagalog, pag-asa. Sabi nga na, ang alam ko, laging may pag-asa. Ang hindi ko gets, bakit ang daming paasa? Pero alam nyo ko anong mas masakit kaysa sa Sa paasa? Yung taken ka nga, for granted naman. So anyway, hope is what energizes the soul. And promises are what we feed our soul in order to get hope. Just like how we get energy to our bodies by eating food. You see, going back to our passage of scripture today, in verses 12 to 14, allow me to highlight verse 14, which says, for this is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. The jar of flour will not be used up, and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. Kung una, halos wala nang pag-asa yung widow, collecting sticks. ano Siguro binibilang niya kung lang sticks habang iniisip na niya na ito na yung huling pagkain namin. But you see, God assured that their food would not run out. ba? hanggat puno yung mga cabinet nyo ng pagkain, okay pa kayo eh. Sa pang bumangon. Every day, di ba? pang matulog, paulit-ulit. Hindi mo nangapansin yung araw eh. Kasi para sa'yo, umaga na lang at sa gabi. But the moment you run out of food, you notice the days. And you begin to count. Kakasya pa ba ito hanggang atrenta? Can we make it? We begin to die when we do not expect anything from tomorrow. Do you expect this pandemic to end? You see, the moment you lose hope that better days are not ahead, you begin to die. Do you hope for the day that we will have again services ulit sa lili. Do you hope for the day that you can go out again as a family, probably walk on the mall, window shop? Do you hope for the day that you can finally have a haircut? Do you hope for the day when you can catch up stories with friends you only see through video calls? My friends today, continue to hope. But don't only continue to hope. But what's better is put that hope on God. Rick Warren once said, What gives me the most hope every day is God's grace, knowing that His grace is going to give me the strength for whatever I face, knowing that nothing is a surprise to God. God is still, and will always be in control. That is why we can hope for better days. That is why we can say that this too shall pass. Because today, at the end of the day, don't only do it, but also hold don't just have a mouthful of obedience and do it. But also have a bite of hope and hold it. Hold on God's promises. But how? Paano, Pastor? By holding on to His words. Read your Bible, mga kapatid, and hold on. To His words, hold on to His promises. Last comfort food today, not only a mouthful of what? And a bite of what? Lastly, we get a taste of faith. Sabi nga sa song kanina, I lift my hands to believe again. You are my refuge. You are my strength. As I pour out my heart, these things I remember. You are faithful God forever. Amen and amen. You see, as we go back to our passage of Scripture in verse 15 to 16, allow me to highlight the statement. She went away and did as Elijah told her. So, so there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. For the jar of flour was not used up and the jug of oil did not run dry in keeping with the word of the Lord spoken by Elijah. Imagine the faith the woman had on on God. Faith with so much uncertainty, believing on the very words of God. You see, my friends in Christ, worry ceases the moment we place our whole faith in God. Faith in God should always be 100%. 99% faith in God is no faith in God. It's like a switch. It's either on or off. You see, do you trust God in these times? Do you trust God that He would provide? Do you trust God that He heals? That He protects? We're worrying, my brothers and sisters, they won't change the situation. But you know what will? Faith that leads to prayer. St. Augustine said, Faith is to believe what you do not see. The reward of faith is to see what you believe. I believe in God. Remember, remember last week's message? I believe that by just a word that comes from the mouth of God, this pandemic can end. I believe that whatever happens, God will still be. And will always be God in my life. So as we get a taste of faith, we have to keep it. Sabi sa keep it. Keep the faith, my brothers and sisters. Regardless of what happens around, keep the faith. So let me end uh, today's message with some personal reflections. One of my favorite evangelists, uh, Billy Graham, went on to say, God doesn't comfort us to make us comfortable, but to make us comforters. Psalm 34, eight: Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in Him. Nowadays, people should see the goodness of God in your life. And as they continuously look on you, may they find encouragement. And not only encouragement, but also comfort in it. To end today's message, my comfort food, a mouthful of obedience, a bite of hope a taste of faith. So let me challenge you today. As you get a taste of what forever comfort means today, are you ready to be a comforter? Are you ready for other people to experience the comfort that can only come from God? So let's pause for a moment and allow His words to come alive in our life today. And begin to ask ourselves, Are you ready to obey? Are you ready to obey God without question? We begin to ask ourselves, Will we put our hope in God? Will we put our hope on His promises, on His power, and on His presence? And lastly, will we have faith in God? Let us pray. Almighty and loving Father, we admit that we often forget that you are with us. The true comfort from you and your words, the true comfort comes from you and your words. Father, today I often forget that you love me so much. And today, Father, I ask for forgiveness, for disobeying, forgiveness for doubting, for worrying, or even panicking at this situation. I need to get to know you better, Father. I need to get to know your word and your promises for me. Help me to put you first in every area of my life. Help me to live one day at a time. Help me not to worry about tomorrow, but instead focus on what you're doing in my life today. I want to trust in your promises to take care of my needs, Father. Whether it be financial, relational, physical, social, spiritual, or emotional. Help me, Father, to trust you more and worry less. Help me surrender and obey totally to you, Father. Allow me to put my complete faith in your finished work and allow me to hope, to hope in you, Father. Father, today we also pray. We pray for the whole world. Lord, heal our land. Have mercy on us. We pray for protection, provision, guidance, and wisdom for families our community, our church, our country, and to the whole world. Today, Father, may we focus on you, trust you, and regardless of what happens, you are and will always be God in our life. We love you, we worship you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So before we end today's message, uh, I'd like to thank you for listening and uh, as we do our usual routine kanang kamay mga puso and repeat after me I am blessed I am favored, I am loved I am a child of God One more time I am blessed, I am favored I am loved, I am a child of God May I invite you all to stand up as we end this service in a word of prayer. I invite you to raise your hands to the heavens as I pray for you. Let us pray. God of control, sovereign God, we thank you for your word today. Truly the grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever thank you for your encouragement and a reminder of our Father. The true comfort comes from you. Father, today we pray O the Father that we obey you and would constantly patiently wait on you. I pray that the love of God, the abounding grace of His Son Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit with you all, Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless. Stay safe. God loves you.